Fuck yes. Welcome to Hype. I'm your host as always, Brian Dressel. With me as always is Jonathan Hardesty. Cheerio. Emily Blake. Hi! And Samantha Garrison. Hello. I went full Ninja Warrior on your name. Did you appreciate it? I did. Yeah. I love that Ninja Warrior pronunciation. Oh my god. American Ninja Warrior. Or the, just... the Asian one where they're like, Levi Muehlberg. Oh, that one's That's pretty good favorite. too. That's my favorite. I love Levi Muehlberg. Oh my god. Just the way they scream. <laughs> my favorite thing about Ninja Warrior is just the way they get tired of saying it halfway through the last word. Warrior. That is how I converse with people in general. It's so it's good. It's like, hey, did you hear about that one movie? Oh, whatever. <laughs> Hey, that's going to be my where have you been doing this week. Uh, special guest this week. Very special guest. Happy to have him back. Hasn't been on in like years. Nick Olas Friedemann. That's me. Yeah. Hey. Nice. Uh, for those of you keen-eyed observers from way back in the day, mm, Nick I... used to be the uh, keen-eared, sorry, yeah. uh, the co-host of this show. That's true. Yeah. We started it together way back in the day. Sitting on the floor of... My apartment at the time, and then the eventually one, your yeah. apartment. Yeah, yeah. When it was B and N test test. We were on the floor of your apartment. Yes, that was talking good... about uh, Dead Space. Yeah, yeah, that was, that was yeah. A, a good title. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what? It was B and N test test. That was the original oh, title. Yeah. yeah, that is trash. Yeah, that's bad. why we switched it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I don't even think we released the first episode under that title. I think no, we no, 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 no. the hype before. It. Yes, yes, <laughs> yeah. we did. I feel like the title came about after a few episodes. I want to say two or three. Yeah. yeah, I think we recorded a few first, and yeah. then we switched it. Yeah, it's like yeah. when you start a podcast, no one listens to your first episode. No, no. unless no. you're jumping off no. of a you're, different podcast. Yeah, I was like, say, say, for example, yeah. this podcast called Samwise. <laughs> well, that's why we're hey. hiding it in the feed. <laughs> yeah. we're, we're making sure people listen to our new first episodes, whether you want it or not. It's yeah. coming to you. It's going to auto download to your album. phone, motherfucker. <laughs> uh, let's do a where have you been doing? Exciting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll go first. I saw. Hot Garbage the Movie, a.k.m. Venom. I also oh. saw Venom. Was it like a turd in the wind? Oh, my God, it was. It <laughs> like was a turd uh, in the wind. The, <laughs> the thing is, like, there's good things in it, like, here and there. And that's about it. And, like, it's, it's just a complete mess. And I want to kind of reserve how much I'm saying, because Chewie has worked for the director many times on Superstore, so she knows him, and apparently he's not that bad of a guy, and like that's great, but oh, this was a rough, rough movie, and it has a really good credit tag, at least there's that, kind of makes me mildly excited for another one, but not really. Yeah, it, I kept saying why, the whole, the whole movie in my head, I just kept being like, why, 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 yeah. why, why? It just, it, it just kind of annoys you and it's like i i had hoped for something remotely entertaining and it was that so i guess i shouldn't be too upset but oof. i will say one amazing thing about the movie is that the i forget his name right now the actor who plays dan on veep is oh, in this yeah. is in this movie and his character's oh. name is dan so <laughs> I, enjoyed that as well. <laughs> I am pretty convinced it's the same person and then nice. he used to be a doctor and then the experience with brock fucked him up so much that he was like i'm done with this fuck this, I need to become a po- political activist and like joins politics and becomes a dick. And so they're the same person. That makes a movie a few percentage better to watch, but <laughs> just a few. <laughs> if you imagine that was Dan before, before yeah. he was jaded. He used to be a nice guy. Yeah. Uh, oh, man. I'm just like, that's all I can really say about the movie. It's like, uh, yeah. nah. <laughs> at least Dan from Veep was in it. <laughs> uh, that's it for me, though. I'm starting us out on a real downer. <laughs> what, a, what a bummer. I've got yeah. an upper. Okay. 
I saw Bad Times at the El Royale. So good. Which I'm assuming Chewy is also going to talk about. That'll be next week, though. Okay. <laughs> next week, Chewy will talk about it, guys. But um, it was it was great. Um, I I loved it because it was, it was slow moving. It's a very long movie, but it felt like every part of it was very necessary. And I felt like it could have been even longer if they had given me more shots of Chris Hemsworth's abs. Like, I would join that cult so hard, you guys. I don't care. I would murder. I get it. I loved it. I thought it was great. I really liked it. Yeah. I really liked it. <laughs> there was some stuff I didn't like, but overall, I liked it. Yeah, that was good. Yeah. Emily, what about you? I uh, went to the Gina Davis Institute, did a screening of a movie that I think is on the Disney Now app now. Uh, it's called... Secret Warriors colon Marvel Rising. And it's an animated movie um, about uh, some of the younger Marvel characters. And it's fucking great. Um, it's primarily focused on Squirrel Girl and Ms. Marvel, which is an amazing combination. Watching them hang out together and be besties. Uh, it's very much a, a like a, a best girlfriends movie, but they have superheroes. And then like... Oh, it's so good. It was just, I didn't, I don't really know that much about Squirrel Girl, but by the time the movie was over, I was like, I was thinking, like, I could cosplay that. And then the person I went to see the movie was like, yes, you, you have to. Now you can't not. And I was like, ah, oh, fuck, now I guess I gotta read Squirrel Girl. Um, hasn't she defeated, in the comics, hasn't she defeated Thanos? Yes. Yeah, she's defeated a lot of people. It's kind of like the, the thing of the characters that people underestimate her. Yeah. Nice. And yeah. I mean, that was great when people are just like, you have the powers of a squirrel? squirrel? Like, is that what you do? Um, squirrel! <laughs> but uh, yeah, it's and then uh, Miss America's in it, and um, or I mean America, Chavez is in it, rather. Um, is, that, is that the same character? That's not the same character. No? I don't know. Um, and uh, who else? Yeah, there's just, but uh, it's got a lot of people of color and a lot of women, and they're played by appropriate actors. Um, and it's... Uh, uh, Ms. Uh, Captain Marvel makes an appearance. It's just really, really enjoyable and fun and um, pretty cool. And that was the, the they had a Q&A and the mission statement that the producers were saying in the beginning is they were like, we wanted to make a movie that, you know, girls and people of color could see themselves in as Marvel characters. And so that's what we did. It was great. That's cool. Yeah. Awesome. John, what about you? Uh, so uh, I was going through Netflix to watch a bunch of horror things, as I usually do. And uh Netflix was pushing their uh, shows pretty hard, and one of them was uh, The Haunting of Hill House. I was like, oh, you know, I guess I'll check that out. Tell me when you're done. Yeah, I'll, I won't spoil anything, mm -hmm. but I really enjoyed it. I wasn't expecting to, but it's a family drama couched like with horror elements, but it's about trauma. And if, I don't know, it just worked so well in that regard for me. Um, it's hard to talk about it without spoiling it, because there's so many things that are just... That to spoil the experience. So I say go in just blank. Don't like pay any attention. Like don't read anything about it or look anything up and just go in fresh. And I think you really enjoy it. That's why I hid. Yeah. No, it, it, it's as I was like, I'm going to use this for my wherever we've been doing and say nothing about it. <laughs> Perfect. Because I don't want to spoil it, but I really enjoyed it. Cool. Last but not least. Me. Um, Honestly, I haven't been doing much, if I'm being completely honest. <laughs> um, I've been playing uh, a Pokemon ROM hack, which is pretty fun. That's about it. And I've been watching a shitload of Survivor, and I love Survivor. So if you're into Survivor or even remotely kind of interested, yes, Brian, it's better than the Great British Bake Off. No, it's not. But yes, it is. <laughs> Having watched all of the Great British Bake Off and a vast majority of Survivor, 
It is. No way. Yeah. Uh, no, no. It's yeah. telling that you haven't watched all of Survivor and you've watched all of Great That's British Bake Off. Yep. <laughs> oh, really? Because <laughs> because one is five seasons and the other one is 34. I feel like there's a bit of a time Not difference. Up, Nick. Yeah. Get yeah. on that shit. <laughs> I am. I'm going through it right it. now. <laughs> I just watched season one world. Not that great. Not a good season. But this he's most been, recent season is really He's been really nutting. Good. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. I've been watching the Great British Baking Show while I was while I'm working on costumes for yeah. Halloween, and it is it's very soothing. Thank it's you. a very soothing, very comforting show. Yeah, Mary I don't Berry. Know what they're doing not it's great. science. <laughs> like there's a lot of science happening, and I oh, as sure. I'm like heating up Warbla and shaping it, I'm like I'm kind of doing the same thing you guys are doing. <laughs> Except you exactly. can't eat it. You can't eat it. Which is yeah. I'm sure you I mean, could. You, you can. You can eat anything. Oh, not a good idea. No, come on. PSA if, for our audience. You just gotta believe. Do not eat a thermoplastic, please. Yeah. Unless if, you want to. Yeah. No. If David Bland has taught us anything, you can eat anything you want. <laughs> he loves to eat glass and metal. He went to the dentist in one special, and they were like, please stop doing this. And he was like, okay. I love the idea of a dentist. She's like, just please stop. <laughs> it's, in, it's in the special. The dentist is like, you're, yeah, he's like, you've, you've really ruined your teeth. And he's like, oh, okay, okay, fair enough. I mean, he's a millionaire. He's getting new teeth. He'll be I was going to yeah. say, just get those veneers. That's yeah. the goal anyway. Yeah. Or I just want, magic like, in some new I want big old yeah, exactly. Seth Meyer chiclets one day. That's my goal. <laughs> oh, boy. Meyer chiclets. <laughs> <laughs> There's a product for you right there. Uh, I think we should get started. Uh, this is our final episode of our Halloween month of October. Uh, we have covered some pretty good horror movies. Uh, I don't think we did any bad ones this time, right? They're no, all good. No. We did Quiet Place, we did Hereditary, and we did the other one. Tragedy Girl. Tragedy Girl. Yeah, yeah we didn't do anything. Enjoyable. Yeah, usually we, we throw one stinker in there. And we have a couple on today, I think. But <laughs> but as a full episode, we have not done any truly horrible films. Uh, but So today we're doing our Secret Santa, or as Ryan was determined to get me to say, even though I did not want to, Secret Pumpkin. Uh, I do not like that it's name. It's part of the cabal of gingers to make orange a thing. Yeah, and I, I, I mean, Stop. I'm, it's in my blood. I do have a ginger <laughs> beard, but I agree with you. Uh, Wait, what's wrong with orange? <laughs> <laughs> Nothing rhymes with it? Door hinge? Eminem, Eminem would yeah. deeply disagree with Eminem you. Eminem gets real mad about that. Yeah. <laughs> and his, his like examples weren't that great. <laughs> no, but he's still like, you know, he set out a goal for himself and he accomplished it for me. <laughs> You're not wrong. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but yeah, so today's secret pumpkin episode, uh, Orke, or Orke, a.k.a. our secret Santa episode. Brian uh, also said earlier, and I didn't say anything, but I he know. said AKM instead of AKA. <laughs> like, instead of sa- secret Santa, it should be secret pumpkin. It should be secret, like, Jack from uh, Nightmare Before Christmas. That also make... kind of a Christmas movie, so we're yeah. back to secret Santa. But no, but that would make more sense. Secret because... pumpkin king. Oh, that would have worked. That would have worked. There you go. Oh, well, it's already sold. And it's already been titled, and I've already released the episode, because that's how it all works. And the SEO's been (laughs) written. the episode we haven't done yet? This is live. What's that? Did you guys watch The Good Place this week? That's that time? No. No, no time. Don't, yeah. Um, so let's get started. So uh, basically, if, you do, if you've never listened to one of these episodes before, uh, as a way to kind of celebrate horror or to condemn your poor viewer, uh, we all got assigned one person around the table, and we got to pick a movie for them, and then somebody picked a movie for us, and we're going to review them and try to guess who gave us the movie, and it should usually turns out pretty fun. 
sometimes you get better movies. Sometimes you get worse movies. I've I still think historically I had the worst movie to watch out of anyone. And go back to our very first episode to hear about that one. Um, I don't even remember the fucking name of it. Arcade. Yeah. Existens. No. <laughs> no. Uh, but let's go around the table. Let's see what movies we have. I can go first. I had the 1950s Invasion of the Body Snatchers. I had Dead Alive, also known as Brain Dead, depending on which country you're listening to this. And... We're not recording it twice each time, so we can say the right name. I'm just not doing it. I know. <laughs> we should. I had Drag Me to Hell. And I had Wish Upon. And I had Doom. Doom. <laughs> you really seem to like that movie the way you Hold said on, the title. sorry. I'll 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 make it more a beat. Um I um I had I had Doom. <laughs> <laughs> that fits the tone of your movie. Uh who wants to go first? Do we have anybody who really is just dying to talk about their movie? Nick is obviously dying to talk <laughs> about Doom. <laughs> Nick yeah. clearly wants to go first. Yeah, I'll go first. Uh, um, uh, here, I'm just going to set a timer just so we don't go way out of control. But if you don't need this whole time, don't worry about do it. Do I need to set up the plot of Doom? Uh, yeah, let, let's let's all do that. Let's just give ourselves a little <laughs> breakdown. Okay. I want to see how Nick does his, essentially. Okay, the breakdown of Doom is a bunch of Marines uh, jump through water, as far as I can tell. Um <laughs> They are and, Marines. Yes. And they get sent to Mars where nobody seems to be they don't need they don't know the arc is what they're going through. It's how it like teleports them to Mars. They don't know where it came from, but they don't seem that concerned about it. Um and then through a long meandering thing where they wander through what look like office corridors, but designed as like, you know, Martian sort of space tunnels, uh, with a lot of red and a lot of blue. Um, instead of evacuating people out immediately, they wait until shit goes real bad, and then they're like, get everybody out now. But And then eventually a bunch of stuff happens with a bunch of, I think, aliens, but they're not based off of what I know about the game, but they're not really aliens. They're kind of like another race. I mean, but out of the not, game, they're demons. They're demons. Yeah. But they're not demons really in the movie. But it's kind of hard to tell because in the movie, mostly it's like space zombies. So Wait, the movie was based off the game? Yeah. Oh, yeah, you couldn't, I couldn't tell. Have that. <laughs> you couldn't tell when you got to the first person yeah. shooter part. But that's like any action movie. Like at this Wait, point, did you guys all watch all done. the movies? I only watched my movie. No, I've just seen yeah, Doom, oh, and I'm yeah. just having this. I always yeah, watch yeah. all the movies okay. just because. Well, you're Brian. No, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's it's, it's based off of the game, but like a really weird adaptation of it. Like it would be like, um, honestly, you know, what's really like is it's a lot like the Mario Brothers movie, okay. in the sense where you're like. Okay. Oh wow, this is real loose. This is real loose. Um and really long. And the movie's like almost two hours. Whenever I'm subbing in for Chewy, I feel obligated to be like, but it's a great movie. <laughs> I don't it's know not. if I, no. It is the, <laughs> Sorry, Chewy. The Rock is in it. Uh, oh no, it's just talking about Super Mario Brothers. Oh, Chewy okay. love Super Mario Brothers. So if, for, in this case you okay. just gave it a good review by calling it Super Mario. Yeah. Yeah. All right, so it's on. It's on par. (laughs) Take that however you want. Um, It's it's really long, and the Rock is in it. But like they were like, you know what? The best part of the Rock is his charisma. So let's just take all of that out. Let's just strip it all away. Let's just make him as bland as possible, which is like not really interesting. And And you have also how. 
How do you even do that? So it, well, it's his, early rock, right? So he can. It's early yeah. rock. Yeah. His his establishing shot is just Semper Fi across his back, and uh, just him like staring at a screen like over Skype, basically. And then like he delivers all of his stuff, but he doesn't deliver it like in a normal sort of like semi-sarcastic way which is kind of how his charisma shows up where it's like very 90s action movie but in a modern sort of sense right with a lot of like wrestling over the top kind of like pomp all of that's gone it's (laughs) it's like somebody was like here's the script for today just do a dry read and then we'll do a few takes after it and they took the dry read takes every time (laughs) and that's the whole movie and same thing with like almost every character and it's weird but then they also have like a night a early 2000s trope of like a really disgusting human being as part of the thing but they're like i guess we'll tolerate this because he's really gross but he's really good at his job but he's not good at his job so it makes no sense they just have a disgusting like war crime-esque human being who is like making jokes about like just like molesting people and they're like oh you molesting young boys yes that's his intro and then they're like oh you pish posh and then they're like that's it it's terrible How, how is it a horror movie it's not really a horror movie because the whole thing is shot like it was like we want to make it look like it's a part of the sci-fi channel, but we're not sure how to do it, so wait, let's just wait, try. Wait, wait. Yes. The sci-fi channel you think was their goal? <laughs> yes. And not just, like, it's the S- yeah, the S-Y-F-Y. Yes, yes. It, it was... It was shot like you, uh, you know how in most action movies there's like a sense of grandeur, right? Like there's like a sense of scale to it. They were like, let's scale it way down, way down, and then we'll make it uh, as small as possible. Like every the director slash cinematographer, because I think he did both, oh, but he no. was a cinematographer beforehand. Cinematographer for speed. So no, you you shouldn't be directing a feature especially not no. like a studio what are you doing i know and every <laughs> shot is like an extreme close-up for an action movie very strange so <laughs> it was weird it was a weird movie it had some interesting moments i guess but you'd seen it before this right yes i had yeah, okay and i had forgotten most of it and then it came back so like a lucky to see it twice yes i know <laughs> oh. uh that's the uh, the end of that that's fair uh (laughs) i will say because of this episode doom is now one time less of being tied for the movie we've talked about the most on this podcast oh oh interesting it's jaws and then doom really (laughs) why just keeps coming up i don't know like like a bad taco (laughs) (laughs) the thing is i never initiate it it's always when i allow somebody else to pick doom somehow comes to the table i don't know i've seen this movie too many fucking times Gross. Uh, any guesses as to who gave it to you? I want to say you, based off of like the fact that you said nobody's brought it up and you've watched it too many times. Um, and judging off of our relationship, you probably saw it and you were like, Nick would probably not like this. This would be funny. <laughs> um, I would say probably you, but I'm going to go with Sam. Mm-hmm. It was not me. Damn. Or me. Damn. Was it John? Why John? John. Yeah, third choice. And here was my reasoning. I wanted At first I wanted <laughs> to do something like, What's a really good horror film that I could make Nick watch? And I was like, I couldn't th- couldn't decide on one. I was like, wait, he works in games. He's done video games. Let me do a video game Doom. That's fair. That's a good choice. It was interesting, but it was definitely not. It was. It's not a good movie. No, no. Yeah. And I, I think for me, what makes it so fun to come back to and rewatch is all those things that you said were that were bad about it. Yeah. Were just it's so gloriously bad. Yeah. Like it. it 
it kind of runs full tilt into the bad in the way that the one character runs into the glass wall and like beats his head against it. Yes, exactly. It's aggressively, aggressively awful. Yeah. And every choice is wrong, but yes, you can't help but look <laughs> at it happening. <laughs> no, for sure. Because like they do these weird things where they, I, I, this will be the last thing I say, but they do no, these weird. Can, we have five minutes to talk about this after oh. we've revealed who it is. Yeah, yeah, oh, okay. Perfect. Minutes. They do these weird things where they like the guy who runs into the glass wall. They're like, they introduce him in one way. And then randomly it was like the director was like, you know what? We need to give him something more. Let's make him really religious for some reason. But they don't bring it up beforehand. And by really religious, I mean he says, God damn it, at one point. And then he cuts a cross into his arm. And he's like, I said his name in vain. And you're like, wait, what? what? But, this they, is- but they didn't film it to where it looks like a cross on the frame. It looks like an X. Yes. And then he's just like, he's like cutting himself. Like, oh. Because if you're directing and also the cinematographer, yes. you don't have the ability to like really look at your shot properly and no and like you've got rosamund pike in this too before she's done like all these these great movies and kind of proven her chops but like her in this like she's she's playing a serious version of this movie and it's so at odds with everybody else in this movie yeah everybody is playing it seriously but like everybody is a different version of what that means Mm -hmm. and her savannah and i watched this last night and she was like (laughs) when it gets introduced who she is you're her and Carl Urban have some sort of connection. They Wait, know each uh, other. I need to hold yes. on. Carl Urban, The Rock, and Rosario Dawson are all in this. No, movie. not Rosario Dawson. Rosamund Pike. Oh. Rosamund Pike. Pike. Yeah. Sorry. Yes. Okay, that's slightly better. Yeah. Uh, that's crazy. Yeah, yes. it's a hell of a cast. Right? Like it is a it's a good cast. Look at the cast in this, and then watch this movie and wonder like where did this go wrong? Yeah, the direction. Because you direction's can't just pick really one bad. thing. You can't pick yeah. one thing. I was just really wrong. for a minute. Yeah. I just like heard Rose, and I went yeah. Rosario Dawson and The Rock were in a movie together. I need to see that, and then I lost the rest of it. It's honestly worth watching just to be like, why? Like, but they clearly a they didn't have a big budget. As no, they or they spent their budget in a really terrible way, which is also probably the case well they did do uh practical effects for a lot of the zombies which would have added money to their budget and it is the one good thing i'll give this movie but I like the, the zombies weren't yeah. supposed to be zombies. They, yeah they did they did some good uh, like uh, special effects work like real but the camera doesn't like wanna, yeah, wanna, yeah. Wanna look the camera doesn't let you look at it the, but no like there are zombies both in doom and the game and the movie there are zombies and there's big mutant things and the big mutant okay. things in the movie are practical effects which is really cool that's dope yeah, yeah. that's the one really and cool thing in the movie i hadn't yep. before this movie i hadn't really kind of seen carl urban in a lot of, maybe other than was lord, lord of the rings was before this right yes was it? I'm drawing a blank. Lord of the Rings is like 2001. Carl Urban was oh, Lord yeah. of the Rings? Yeah. Fa- yeah. Uh, he was in the second he was one. In the yeah. second so it would have been 2002. Yeah, I think this uh, came out 2004? Okay. Five. Five? Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. So, 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 I mean, so much today, guys. Yeah. yeah. The, the point <laughs> being is I wasn't very versed in him. So like when they did that switcheroo in there, when they made him the hero yeah. and like made him Doom Guy. And like yeah. I was like, oh, that was interesting. And then it was followed by this very... <laughs> unexpected like let's be like the video game for like a, a nice chunk of time and make a first person shooter scene and i remember being like when i first saw it, i was like oh that's kind of cool and then immediately after i went you know i was like this is still not a very good movie yeah but it was fascinating that they went that way and it like like they, they tried to make this a much better movie than it was like these choices for sure are so discordant with each other. <laughs> well, right. And they do a bunch of weird stuff where they try to introduce like a bunch of weird technology, which is like a callback to the game. The red and the blue is actually a callback to the game because it was a way for them to differentiate like different areas of the levels because they didn't have a lot of textures to work with. So you have like red key and blue keys. You have yeah. red lights and blue lights. The problem was is that they took all of that shit like way too literally <laughs> and they didn't do like a good job of adapting it for the screen, which is like usually a big problem with a lot of adaptations Well, try to, in try to uh, explain 
explain to someone like, like you did about the arc and where that goes and how hell factors in and how yeah. that's on Mars. But there's also Earth. Yeah. And they go down an elevator into uh, the, like, wait, wait, wait. just try to explain that on a 30 second we breakdown. We got hell yeah. and zombies. Yes. And, on Mars. And Mars. And Mars. Mars. And Marines. And, and yep. demons from and hell. Okay. Yeah. Okay. But they don't yeah, really yeah, have, yeah. The one thing the movie doesn't do, which it should, because everything with Doom in the title <laughs> does, is you should go to hell. Like, yeah. every single Doom game, you go to hell for an entire level, and it's horrible. And Now, correct but me. But hell's, hell's not in the movie, though. Nope. No. And hell's not in the movie. They they find this uh, these people who are like genetically engineered who lived on Mars and then realize that, like, I don't know, shit goes down. And the genetic is like an extra chromosome, and they inject it into you. And then some people turn into demon-ish sort of things, and some people turn into, like, superhumans. And it's just based off of your predis- predisposition to violence. That's the whole premise of the movie. <laughs> so it's kind of like in humans when you get that, that mist, and then it decides whether you're going to be... Exactly. Okay, all right. Yeah, yeah this was the first Inhumans movie. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly. Like just it. as good as the other one. Oh, no. Shout out to the uh, the Trent Reznor score at the very end. I mean, that wasn't that, Trent Re- That was just... Nine Inch Nails. Or Nine Inch Nails. They yeah. just lifted the song yeah, out yeah. of their oh. album. But like, <laughs> like that, that, like that song caps off perfectly what this movie is. Yeah. Like, oh, yeah. oh why, why not so end with why movie, why not though. end with Nin? You know. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so we're gonna do this the same way we did last time, which is whoever's movie was picked goes next. So that makes John next. Oh, okay, cool. Uh, we are, are we going? Because, yeah, just start. No, okay, yeah. Uh, so my movie was Wish Upon, and it is a, a movie I'd seen a while back, and uh, I think during our Hostels episode, I had to double check. I mentioned having seen it in um, the Where Have You Been Doing. Uh, watching it again, it was... Uh, oh, let me break it down first. Um, this high school student, she, uh, you know, in the past, she witnesses her mother hang herself in their attic. And so, like, after that, like, we follow through that scene, and the mother hangs herself, and she sees it happen and screams, and then she wakes up in the present day or whatever. And there's a montage of her going to school, passing by her dad, Ryan Felipe, a very still young-looking Ryan Felipe. Oh. And, uh, like, I mean... He looks older. It's he, looks, okay. he looks older. <laughs> he looks older, but he doesn't look like he could have been her dad. Which yeah. is weird, because he has kids her age. Yeah. Like, in well, real he's life. he's eternally young-looking. Yeah. So. Uh, he's right. forever babyface. Right. Forever babyface. But anyways, she, like, he finds this. He's a scavenger, and so, like, he'll scavenge stuff in the garbage outside of her school and embarrass her. Like, Dad, no, come on. He's like, what, what? And they're not like <laughs> that's exactly so, how the, the scene not goes. as good as the movie. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and so he finds what, this what? this uh, Chinese wishing box. I think they called it a wishing pot or something like that. I don't remember what the what the person referred to it as. One of the characters who ends up dying, anyways. But she gets this wishing box, and it's like, oh, you get seven wishes, and so she starts making these wishes, and people around her start dying, and that's kind of the gist of it. And that the kind of at the end of the movie, she makes her last wish to revert everything back, thinking like, aha, I beat you. Except, no, it didn't actually work that way, and she actually gets killed. Hit like, by two cars. Two cars. <laughs> Twice. <laughs> Twice. Hit by two cars. Twice. So one, it, she, well, kind of, she kind of, well, I would refer to it as. she kind of hit. Yeah. Sh- okay, yeah. But still, two cars. She made contact with two cars oh, going yeah. two different directions. The industry term is ping-ponging yes. from one car yeah. to the, the industry next. term. And, yeah, yeah the, one, the one car hits her. She flies over, like. <laughs> Like feet up and then hits the other car and oh, ends. What 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 uh, what industry are we talking about here? <laughs> the, the car crash industry. Duh. Yeah, the the, the, the insurance cra- fraud industry. <laughs> <laughs> yep, exactly. Uh, and I a feat Dominic Toretto survived, by the way. Like yeah. 
That's well, because Dom Toretto is the only real superhero. I mean, he also <laughs> pulled a piece of metal out of a car and fought Jason Statham on a roof. Oh, garage a... roof as it collapsed. So... Justice for Han. Yeah. Don't know but anyways, yeah, this... <laughs> God, I love those movies. <laughs> They're so good. So about Fast and Furious series as a whole. Yeah, wait. Yeah, let's pivot. Let's pivot. Yeah, let's pivot. Um, there, there isn't really a lot to this movie. Um, I did find it a little bit more like kind of humorous and endearing this time around just because I'd already seen it before and knew what to expect. It is a, it's a kind of a middle line movie. It's well shot. It's acted the way you would expect a movie about high schoolers to be, and the deaths are telegraphed from you know uh, a few years away. So you can kind of <laughs> <laughs> and yeah, it's like Final Destination, but easier. Like, <laughs> which isn't wasn't Ryan Felipe in? No, he wasn't. Nah, no, that was the uh, other guy, Devin Sawa was. Devin which Sawa confused those guys. Up. <laughs> really, but, Brian? Okay, whatever. Well, I have strong feelings about Ryan Felipe, but go ahead. Not Devin Sawa? Everyone's favorite. I love the Final Destination movies also. You guys are the just first, kidding. I've been thinking about them a lot after sitting on freeways. I've been thinking about the, the opening moment of Final oh Destination God, yeah. 2 a lot. I, I, I watch them every October. I rewatch the whole series. It's my favorite horror franchise. I don't care. Like, I love them. The links I will go to to get something out of the garbage disposal without having to put my hand down it because of yes. those movies. Because I'm just sort of like, no, I'm going to get my hand yeah, chopped off. The, for yeah, sure. It's going to happen. Garbage Ooh. disposals are like the number one killer. <laughs> they kill someone in your movie. Do you remember when we were talking about Wish Upon? Yeah, <laughs> that movie. Sorry. That we keep <laughs> no, but it, it does it does illustrate that there is really not much to this movie other than that. I would say yeah. it's, it's quaint. Someone I mean, gets hit by two cars. Is what that's. I, got. I mean, that really. It, this might be my favorite movie on the table today, just because of that. <laughs> I, I watched that scene. I want to say ten times. And when Chewie got home, like you have to fucking see this. <laughs> <laughs> it's so fucking funny. Yeah. Did they? Okay. Is it did, supposed to be funny? No, it's okay. supposed to be the horrific ending, and it's just like, <laughs> did what just happened? Who watches that and doesn't think it's funny though? Like movie car crashes in general are like always hilarious. It's like puking in movies. It's always funny. Yeah, it, it always or, works. And then like, just to see Joe where Black, they go. When he gets hit by the car, like this is some serious oh, yeah, drama that yeah. they spent way too much money on. I'm like, well, I just rewind that part. But like, there's there's choices that they make in these like car accident, car crash movies where the person gets hit, <laughs> and like how much how much of you how much you see of it really kind of equates on a linear scale of how funny it is and you see the whole thing like there's some where they try to they try to mask some of these sometimes by like cutting around it like oh they got hit and they're dead well this is like no she bounces like it is it is straight up looney tunes uh, or they like try to make it more violent to make it like more scary and this one it's completely bloodless she just goes soaring through the sky just like Wee! Just, are, the, are the cars coated in like flubber and that's like i've never seen this movie i don't i'm just trying to imagine is she like ragdolling? As yeah, she's yeah, just, yeah. you know, is it dark... clearly a dummy? That's yeah. all I need to know. It's like clearly yeah. a computer. You know, oh, yeah. if nah, it was a dummy, it's... it would have been better. Yeah. You know, in Dark Souls, when you like kill a creature and then you walk on them and then they keep going with you for half the game. Like, oh, yeah. That's kind of into you. Yeah, that's yeah. kind of what happened here. It's perfect. Oh much. boy. Uh, and a guesses. Uh, I would say, given that we've, I've talked about before, uh, I would say maybe uh, my first guess would be Nick. He just said no. he had never seen yeah, it. Yeah, I've never okay. seen it. Well, I figured, that like, take it back, take it do. back. We'll cut around it. Don't worry. <laughs> no, no, no. I mean, the, the, the thought being is, like, even if you hadn't seen it, it'd be like, oh, wish upon I've never seen film. this movie. What? Hey, it can happen. Yeah. Um, Then, I guess, uh, Brian. No. Hmm. Uh, well, it was me. Oh, really? <laughs> nice. 
I was going to give you something worse. I was going to make you watch <laughs> Truth or Dare, but I like you. Wait, so, which wait, which Truth or Dare? Is it the... The Jeff Wadlow one where they're like with their mouths. Oh, because that's... Where they have like the glass. Funny story. Smile. I thought that was the one that was on Netflix. It's not. And I found that out about 20 <laughs> minutes. And I was like, wait a minute. Why, why aren't they doing that weird smiley thing? Wait, there's another one on Netflix? Yeah. Is, yeah, it as, is it as bad? It's more boring. It's well, I know worse. what I'm doing this evening. Yeah. Yeah. Um, <laughs> But no, the reason I picked Wish Upon is solely for the saxophone scene where Barb from Stranger Things is like, Oh, yeah. She- Joey King, your dad is so hot. hot and I'm no. just like, what? Hot sauce. She says he's hot, hot sauce. sauce. <laughs> like sriracha. Yes. Did you say that? Did you say like sriracha? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I have watched this movie like way more than anyone should because it's not good. Just because whenever it gets to that scene, I'm watching it with someone new and I'm like, this is my favorite part. Well, and I, I feel I like. I don't know why. What she, she's uh, basically a commentary of. saxophone, which is like the least sexy instrument. Yeah. She's basically the commentary of everyone who saw Cruel Intentions and saw him and like really like, oh, he's a looker. I, and I just don't, I don't get Ryan Phillippe like as a hot man. Like I don't get why he's hot. And, like, I'm a connoisseur of this shit. I'm I right. should so I know. find him so smoking hot. Really? Like... Mm-hmm. My uh, favorite role of his is antitrust. And the only reason <laughs> is because he had he had a nut allergy the same way as I did. Oh. And his, his significant other was using it to try and kill him, maybe. And I was like, oh, wow, that preys on my deepest psychological fears. Yeah. I just... I love how much joy this movie brought to the table right now. This is I, just wait, giving wait, hold me on, life. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Wait, she's trying to seduce somebody with a saxophone? No, no, no. no, no, no He's like just jamming with his bros in this new house they won from their Chinese culturally appropriated wish box. And he's like (laughs) really into his saxophone playing. And the three, like this girl that has the wish box and her two friends, one of whom is Barb from Stranger Things, are sitting on the stairs watching this dad and his friends and their jam sesh when was this movie made like last year last year year. (laughs) and she was like girl your dad can get it and it was like no okay to be fair i when i was in band and i was totally smitten with a saxophone player that went to a different school so i get i get it it's a berry sax player though so guys with guys with musical instruments is such a turnoff for me oh really even guitars Oh, especially guitars. Whoa. Is there anything okay. more embarrassing we, than a dude just coming to a playing, party and playing, playing Wonderwall? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> no problem. Ryan, <laughs> we went to the same college, yeah. I think. Yeah. yeah Ryan Philippi, wish you were Ryan Philippi like, yeah. playing no. Wonderwall would be like, oh my god, give me. I would just. Where like, did my clothes go? I would vomit. Like, <laughs> my favorite thing about Will is his complete lack of like creative outlet. <laughs> He's oh man. <laughs> I love him so much. (laughs) It's like the nicest neg I've ever heard. (laughs) He's like good. Negging with love. (laughs) Oh my god, we 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 would be a good pair to go out like scoping for guys because like we never go after the same guy. I want that guy on stage, and I'd be like, look at that roadie lifting heavy things. (laughs) (laughs) So wish upon. Uh, What did you think of Joey King? I mean, she was serviceable for the the role. Ouch! I, I mean, actually, I really like Joey I, like, King. Like, I hadn't I seen this movie before this, and I like watching it. Uh, the only other movie I really know her from was Conjuring, and it's uh-huh. like I really like her. I kind of hope she does more. Like, I think it's more of a uh, no. Like, they didn't do anything with her. Like, even though she's the main character, they're like, just be you as a person. Don't act like. Don't really do much. See, like, I, I disagree. I think they they made her a shit bag, and I I like okay, movies. Really? Just, and like they they made her just like. You should this. watch Kissing Kissing Booth. It's not a good movie, but she's also a shit bag teenager in that. Yeah, I, I like. She does that well. Where you okay. you can tell that she thinks 
she like her character thinks okay. she's a good person and she's just not. And I really like I think she pulls that off really well. And I don't think it's an easy thing to do necessarily. And okay, I think she yeah. does a really good job with it. That was my take on the movie. The whole time I'm like, all right, I love that she gets hit by two cars, and I like that she's a shitbag and doesn't know it. And I was like, all right, I can watch this movie. That doesn't mean that is ultimately a good choice, making a character that you don't like. like yeah. Especially in a horror movie. It's like, all right, she'll die sooner or later. We'll get there. And, you know, it does end with the main character, the protagonist, lo- like, dying. Like, losing, succumbing, giving in to the, the premise. Yeah. Getting hit by two cars. Yeah. Really my favorite thing. <laughs> <laughs> Saxophone in two cars. Great movie. <laughs> Bam. Like I just seriously just need to recut that movie with Porky Pig coming at the end. Like, That's all, folks. Like it's gonna be perfect. <laughs> but Porky Pig would like a saxophone, know? right? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> if he came out with the saxophone, <laughs> it would still have his stutter. <laughs> That'd be, perfect. It'd be a better movie. Still less offensive than the weird Asian cultural appropriation. Yeah. Uh, so that means Sam's next. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, see? Yeah, see? I'm so excited, though. I had never seen Dead Alive. Okay. And it's a Peter Jackson movie, and it's one of those things that I'd kind of always been meaning to watch and never... I'm not a big zombie movie person, but I should have known it's Peter Jackson, so of course it was glorious. Um, <laughs> not your average zombie film. Not at all. It's so great. <laughs> so... It, yeah, it's great. There's this girl named Paquita, and she is, like, kind of lonely, and she wa- she's, like, going after this, like, rugby-playing dude that's, like, a delivery man, and her grandma's like, nah, let me read your tarot and tell you who you're supposed to be going after, and then she meets, um, what's the main guy's name? I never remember, um, but she meets, like, the, the this dude. He's, like, this charming New Zealander guy who lives with his mom, kind of a pushover, and she's, like... Yes, because the tarot cards told her to look for a sign. And so she just goes for it. It is great. Paquita is just like, I'm here for this. I'm going after this guy. She invites him on a date to the zoo. And um, and then his mom is like creeping on him and she gets bitten by a, a monkey um, that they kidnapped in a scene straight out of uh, Kong that, that Peter Jackson would later take for Kong. And uh, <laughs> she turns into his a zombie. Lionel, by the way. Lionel, that's it. Lionel. Yeah. I didn't just look that up on my phone. No, thank you for that. Um, (laughs) No, so Lionel's mom, creeping on him, gets bit by a monkey, turns into a zombie, turns her nurse into a zombie. A bunch of thugs get turned into zombies when Lionel's visiting a grave, but only one of them stays a zombie. I don't know what happened to the others, (laughs) but this priest shows up and he's like, I kick ass for the Lord. (laughs) And he still gets turned into a zombie, so way to go, Lord. Um... (laughs) And it is just, it is such a treat because Lionel then ends up taking care of this zombie family while he figures out what to do. And his uncle, because he's such a pushover, comes and takes over his house and it ends up being a whole party of zombies, which Lionel and Paquita have to fight their way out of. And it's so cool because they're like a team and Paquita's badass, even though she's like trying to help Lionel and he's trying to help her. And at the end, he has to fight a giant monster that looks like the cave troll from Lord of the Rings, but with longer fingers. That's his mom and has giant boobs and it's hilarious. This is... It is the best. It is like my new favorite horror movie outside of Final Destination. <laughs> I love it. I love Paquita. I want to be Paquita. She is just a hero. I love that Peter Jackson, every movie he makes, he co-writes with Fran Walsh. You can always tell that there's a woman involved because the female characters, even if they're kind of damsel and distressy, always have like agency. Paquita in particular is just like, I want this. 
and I loved it. It just felt so earned at the end when they end up together. Um, yeah, it was great. Also, like, all the gore is so great. There's a zombie baby that goes into a blender. It gets ricocheted out <laughs> of the blender. There's a, lo- a zombie that gets turned into a lamp, which is great. Like, it's just, oh. it's gross. All the effects are practical. Richard Taylor, who later founded Weto with Peter Jackson, did all the practical effects, and there's some wonky-ass camera work. It's my favorite things about New Zealand cinema that they let the seams show. Like, Taika Waititi even did that in Thor 3. Like, they let the seams show, and somehow it feels more magical because you can see that they had, like, no budget and still made this dope-ass movie. In the case of Thor 3, they had a substantial budget, but it clearly (laughs) went to the cast um, and to Taika's wardrobe. So, you know, whatever. It's great. New Zealand's great. This movie's great. I can't wait to go to the Wellington Zoo in December. And hopefully not get bit by a monkey. I don't even care. Like, those zombies looked like they were living their best (laughs) on life. You know, they were just like, they were fucking. They made a baby. Like They have brunch? They have brunch. Like, (laughs) zombies are living my weekends, generally. Like, I'm half asleep, a little hungover, and I'm like, give me a brunch. (laughs) It's great. (laughs) It's it's a perfect film. I'm gonna I'm gonna keep the track record of guessing Brian for the <laughs> What does that say about my test taste that everyone guessed I can't talk today. Everyone guessed me. No, it wasn't me. Oh shit. Um Nick, was it you? It was you? Boom, bitch. Boom. <laughs> you just don't watch horror movies. I know. So I just but think, I because this is kind of a it's kind of a deep cut. I, I don't know. Well, I was hesitant about giving you something gory, but you picked child's play for the last thing, so I thought you can handle something with a little bit um I I don't mind I I hate gore when it's realistic. This gore is fucking absurd. I love nasty campy um, gore. So yeah, I don't mind gore when it's crazy. That's why I like zombie movies. But um, what I love about this movie is the filmmaking. Um, like you said, the scene showing, but like you can you can see the skill of that dinner scene or that brunch scene. They're like I don't remember how many people. Like eight people at that table. It's a yeah. table full of people, and, and one of them's head is like yeah, and off. there's effects happening. And there's a whole long conversation and there's all this stuff and the coverage. There is coverage for days in that scene. I'm obsessed with it because it's like there's no way. It looks like they shot that scene for a week and there's no way they had the budget to do that. So it's just like amazing filmmaking that he managed to get so much coverage of a dinner scene. It's dinner crazy. scenes, even without effects, are yeah. so fucking hard to yeah. shoot. And especially because this was shot in the 90s. That means it was all shot in film. Yeah. Like, this wasn't digital where they're like, yeah, just shoot, just keep yeah. rolling, get it done. It's like, nope, they had to budget this out. Yeah. There's a skill level. You don't usually see B-schlocky horror movies full of gore that are shot with this level of skill. Well, but Peter then Jackson. you see, yeah. Yeah, that's what I mean. Yeah. That's what it's you, not you just tell Peter he's going to be yeah. somebody. You see, like Richard Taylor is a beautiful, yeah. crazy person. Mm-hmm. I love him. Like he is my hero, and I love him so much. <laughs> but just the skill level, the the communication that they all have to have on these sets to yeah, make it absolutely. happen, and the fact that like Peter Jackson doesn't get enough credit for being able to direct actors. Like everyone in this movie is bringing it. Oh yeah, and I think that's kind of a a, a function of. Most people today have only seen The Lord of the Rings or know him from now, unfortunately, The Hobbit, like where it's like, this is all you know of him. You don't see this path. Like, I, 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 it's my wish that anyone who saw Lord of the Rings and The Hobbit would actually watch his whole back catalog. Yeah, like Heavenly Creatures a, is brilliant. Uh, even, Honest, the, even the Frighteners, I love, oh, Frighteners the, Frighteners. love the Frighteners. Frighteners is really good. Honestly, the only ones I'd say skip out of Peter Jackson's are The Hobbit movies and uh, Lovely Bones. Otherwise. I think everything he's really? made is even decent. the Muppets ish movie. What is it? That Meet called? the Feebles. Meet the Feebles. I would totally watch Meet the it's Feebles. It's so nasty. Yeah. It's I gross. love it. Really, that movie is like the only movie that made me like physically uncomfortable. 
I don't know what it is about that movie either. It's puppets. I think it's just the fly. The fly really made me very uncomfortable. Yeah, I'd, I would still watch Meet the Feebles, and I'd still watch, um, the hell was the other one? Uh, Bad Taste. Oh, yeah. I think oh, my, I my favorite thing, too, about Dead Alive is, like, even though it's really nasty and it just goes there. Yeah. yeah. That, like, it's such a, there's so much joy in it. It's not, like, trying to be edgy. It's not, like, edgelord shit where it's trying to shock you. It's like, no, this would happen. Like, you know how in The Quiet Place, I just couldn't get out of my head the farts? Sure. Like, I feel <laughs> like in this movie, they know how zombies poop. And I find so much joy. Like, they've thought about the mechanics of this world, and I love They've that. had at least an hour of discussion about the zombie poop. Well, because when the, when, the, when the intestinal tract is, like, the full intestinal tract is popped out of that guy, and it's chasing Lionel. Oops, sorry. It's, like, chasing Lionel through the house. It's like, yeah, I would wonder about that. Like, holy shit. The that's fact that they made a dope. baby, too, is just, like, I know. And it's like, oh, oh, made, oh they made Zack Snyder look like such a little bitch. Oh shit! Why are you taking on Zack Snyder? I will. Like, and somewhere Chewie perked up and was like, yeah. "Who said that?" Zack Snyder and Ben I'm Affleck are all like, "No." But my my the thing that you haven't really brought up that I for me was always the crowning achievement of this movie is he straps a lawnmower to his chest right. and runs into a ballroom full of zombies. That was that's carnage at that point. Like had been pretty bad. Yeah, and that just sent it to a whole new level. That it is just in the stratosphere of gore. Like no other yeah. movie, in my opinion, has ever matched this movie for gore just on that Bo- one. Like scene body parts alone. are just like flying and just the, the air. sound. And he's the sound in is it. so oh, yeah. gross. It's oh it's, yeah. That is just that is beauty on screen. Like, Will Will said it best. He's like, it's it's like Peter Jackson watched Evil Dead and was like, I can do better. Lawn <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> mower. And again, that's that's such. You have to really plan that shit out because you can't do two takes of that. No, I mean the place is going to be such a goddamn disaster. It would take hours every to costume, clean up. Every, every costume, costume is coated. Yeah, it was so, so you have nasty. to know ahead of time exactly what and you're probably shooting several cameras at once. Like you have to know exactly where you're going to go, choreograph it. Like it's just very, very smart filmmaking. I think you could. The initial startup you couldn't do more than once, but once everything's covered, then oh, you can yeah. just go nuts. But I mean, but, the scene, yeah. like yeah, the, actual, the startup, like, oh, the wide. Sure. I mean, yeah, yeah, you can. Oh. Oh, I was going to say another thing that was kind of cool is there's gender parity in the kills, Mm. which rarely happens. They punch a lady through the back of her head and rip out her front. (laughs) That never gets to happen to girls and it does in this movie. (laughs) Uh, So, so. okay, I had Drag Me to Hell. Which is a Sam Raimi movie. And I did not know that. I would say uh, my biggest complaint about this movie is the marketing was terrible. Because I thought this was like a super serious, like spooky, scary movie about people who are depressing. And like one of those movies where the whole point of it is that everything is terrible. And it kind of is. But it's fun. Instead of being like, uh, everything sucks. It's more like, aha, you suck. Um, So... (laughs) That'd be the best tagline for this movie. Drag me to hell. Ha ha, you suck. (laughs) So it's about this woman who is the most average person on the planet, which I loved. I was like, I can't believe you managed to make a movie about the most boring people I've ever seen in my life and make it engaging. Um, but that's you know Sam Raimi does that so her name is Christine Brown which is the most <laughs> ordinary name uh, sorry to all Christine Browns out there but your name is kind of we just lost um, a fan <laughs> we probably lost like six fans it's yeah. Christine Brown <laughs> she's um, everywhere I think you're overestimating our numbers a little bit <laughs> um 
So she is a bank uh, loan officer. Oh, boring. And, <laughs> no, I know. And her boyfriend is Justin Long. I boring. <laughs> and he is a psychology professor. Oh, God. <laughs> and there's white bread as possible. Um, and- Wonder bread. <laughs> Okay, so this old, I'm assuming, Romani lady, because Gypsy is not a nice thing, um, she comes into the bank and she needs an extension on her mortgage and uh, she has no money and they've already extended her mortgage two times and the bank manager, she wants the assistant manager's position. Still very, that's her dream, to be the assistant manager of the bank. At a local bank. At a local bank. So she goes into the manager and she's just like, can we extend this lady's mortgage? And he's just like, you got to decide what to do. But remember, I'm uh, like paying attention to whether or not you or this nice Asian dude over here, whose name I forget, but he's kind of awesome. I've seen him in a lot of stuff. He's on prison break. Um, he's a really good actor. Yeah, he's really good. Um, but he's a douche. And he's like, and there's so much like broing out and, and there's sexism happening. And Christine's like, I'm never going to get the job because I'm not a bro. And then he's just like, well, you got to make the hard decisions. And she, the message being like, if you don't give this lady her mortgage, extension then maybe you'll get the assistant manager's position so she's like oh i guess i gotta do the mean thing so then she goes back to the lady and she's just like i can't give you that extension and the lady gets pissed and then and then she they drag her out because she's like making a scene and then suddenly she appears in christine's car and there's this awesome in-car fight scene uh and a lady has like her teeth come out it's a whole thing and then um and then the lady curses her like steals her button and curses it and then gives it back to her. And this sets off the whole like series of events where like now she starts hallucinating. There's a demon that's coming to get her and drag her to hell. Hence the title. And uh, but it's shot all Raimi style. Like the scene, the fight scene in the car is all like zooms and, and crazy clothes and weird fucking noises. Uh, and just like, uh, you know, Raimi. And then. Vomiting, then, vomiting in people's mouths. Yeah. And then, so well, much vomit yeah. in people's mouths. Well, uh, really just this, her mouth. Not in this. Not uh, really. Uh, I mean, not like all. The, it's not like a vomit movie. But uh, no, They throw up in Christine's mouth like four times in the movie. They do? Yeah. I don't yeah. remember that part. Yeah. Um, <laughs> vomiting is always funny. On <laughs> <laughs> I, uh, uh, I'm not bodily fluid fan. I don't know. Um, so, like, anyway. So then, like, all these hallucinations start. And she, she gets up with that guy, the, the Indian guy from Inception, who's fucking hot. And, uh, this was his first movie. Was it? Yeah. He's great. Yeah. And I would do him. Um, <laughs> anyway, so uh, he's... Hope he's a fan. Yeah. <laughs> Call hey. me. <laughs> um, so I'm serious. So uh, anyway, so they try to... They go see this like Latino lady who knows how to call up the demon. And then anyway, shit doesn't really work. And so the point is she has to find someone to give the button to. And she decides to give it to the corpse of the old lady. But in the car, I'm spoiling the whole movie. Sorry. That's fine. In yeah. the car, uh, she drops the envelope with the button in it. And it mixes up with Justin Long's envelope because, of course, he's a coin collector. Um, and there's a coin in his envelope. And then and she gives the coin. She doesn't open the envelope. Uh, which she just assumes the button's in there, which, of course, we as the audience are like, that's not going to be the button. <laughs> and um, there's a reason we saw an insert of the fucking envelope on the floor. So uh, she goes and digs up the old lady and shoves the thing in her mouth, and, and it's raining, and all this stuff happens. But then she's like, I did it! I rescued myself! And then she meets up with Justin Long, and she's like, I'm safe! I did it! And he's like, oh, you know, I found this button. And she's just <laughs> like, no, that's the button! 
And then this portal, and then she falls on the train tracks and a portal opens up and she just goes, help me, and descends into hell. So it's like, ha ha, you boring person. <laughs> I don't think she was a bad person. I think she was just the most average person on the planet. And it was just like, here's some, and he's also average. He was about to ask her to marry him, but when she gets dragged to hell, he just kind of stands there and he's like, oh. <laughs> Whoa. Yeah. It's pretty great. And that's Dodge the movie. That so, it was amazing. So which one of us do you Oh, think? The mathematically it has to be you. It was. <laughs> I time, did the math. Yeah. Like, it could have been Nick. It could not it could have, have been Nick. <laughs> there, there was a slight chance. No, mathematically it, it couldn't have been no, Nick. No, because he went first, so... No, I know. I did the math. Oh, okay. It, it can't have been Nick. <laughs> Mathematically. Okay, I got it. Because if uh, it was Nick. Hold on. Let me run some numbers. They check out. <laughs> <laughs> Which means I know who gave me my movie, but that's okay. Yeah. Um, it's true. The reason I picked this one for you, like, and I was talking to Ryan for a while. I had like six movies I was between. I'm like, I want a good, like, f- not necessarily feminist horror movie, but one that I know women enjoy. Yeah. Like, I want a horror movie that I know women that I know plenty of women who have loved this movie. And I was between this one and like two other ones. And like one was a bit of a stretch and it was just a, it came out at a time where it's like trying to be a feminist horror film. But the way they try to do that was by selling it to men to tell men a message. And it gets really, it's slumber party massacre. That one gets weird, but it was made and written by women. I was like, that's what I'm going to go with. And I just changed my mind. Cause I thought the messages just get a little too muddled. I'm like, yeah, it's gotta be dragged me to hell. Like that, that is the answer. It's a good choice. I, my only complaint is tonally. It was a little inconsistent. It was yeah. sort of trying yeah. to be Raimi, but at the same time trying to be more mainstream. And there were times when it was like, when the weird Raiminess kind of didn't blend with the rest of the movie. I think that has something to do with, uh, after Spider-Man 3, like, he, he just hasn't, like, this is the best movie I think he's made. Yeah. Out of, like, the two he's made since then. But it's like, you I didn't feel like. love Oz the Great and Powerful? I sure didn't. Ugh. No, no, that one wasn't for me. <laughs> um, but, like, this one, I feel like after he got beaten the shit out of in Spider-Man 3, he's just a little bit more timid when it comes to studio notes. So I have a feeling he's like, I want to make this comedy horror film. And the studio's like, you need to make a horror horror film. So he had to, like, bend to their will a few yeah. times. And that's why the tone's a little inconsistent. Yeah. I also felt like the scares were kind of repetitive. Yeah, like it was the same yeah. scare over and over again for a I mean, while. It's, it's it got jump a little scares, boring but... in the middle, you know, considering that your leads were boring. So it, yeah. like you got to make sure if you're going to do that, if you're going to have your main characters be super boring, you have to make sure that the circ- you have to do what he did essentially and make sure the circumstances around them are just like wacky. Yeah, and, and there were times when it got a little less wacky. For me, the the main reason why I, I own this movie on Blu-ray, I have a wall-sized poster of it in my apartment. Mm. Uh, it's a great poster. I love it, that poster. It's such a good poster. It's just rolled up in a corner right now because I don't have enough wall space. Um, but the the main reason I love it is all for the uh, the seance scene where they're mm. trying to get rid of it. I think it is one of the best things Sam Raimi has ever put to film, and I love Spider-Man and Spider-Man 2. When that but, goat starts like making a demon sh- face, it's like, what the fuck? And like, I worked at AMC in Chicago when this movie came out. That's how I got the poster. And I was the only one of the employees who wanted to see it and everyone thought i was out of my mind i'm like no you need to see it just tr- talking goat that's all i'm gonna tell you there's a talking goat in the movie and if i haven't sold you on that alone you won't enjoy it and everyone in the theater eventually started to see it and i'm like oh, oh, brian's right the do you think incredible. drag me to hell was like responsible for the witch i'm gonna Is go this with the yes. reason we're all living deliciously right <laughs> yeah. now you guys it's i'm a, gonna go with yes it's I'll a direct it inspiration yes yeah. <laughs> give me five minutes with wikipedia yeah that goat is uh black philip <laughs> Black I haven't seen The Witch yet. I clearly need to because it comes up on this podcast all the time. Yeah, it's a good movie. It's rough though. Like it is not fun. Like Drag uh, Me to Hell. It is so fun. It ends the best. <laughs> wait, all right. Wait anyway. a minute. Wait, it's not. It's not okay, hold on. It doesn't. Hold on. You no. guys are disagreeing with wait, each wait. other. It, yeah. That was a pure like it angel in, demon on the shoulder yeah, thing. It, it's I, not. No it's one, not a fun movie. It's it, not a fun it, movie, but it's fun. It ends with my dream naked dance party. <laughs> that sounds fun. <laughs> Go ahead and watch it. Tell me how fun it is. 
It's a great movie, but I would not say like good time. Right. Laugh a minute. Um, <laughs> okay. It's a like, real comedy that one. If you, like go expect, I... if you go and expect and laugh, you will be disappointed. Oh no. Mm, sad. <laughs> it's like how I Unlike feel about Dragon the leftovers. I think the leftovers is a really funny show. <laughs> it stars comedy actor Justin Thoreau, doesn't yeah, it? Yeah, yeah. Parks yeah. and Rec star. Yeah. <laughs> Season two. <laughs> Oh, I know. That's you're, my you're favorite. I've referenced that episode. I've referenced his episodes many times on this show. Yeah. Perfect. I'm a big fan <laughs> of comedy actor Justin Thoreau. Me too. <laughs> uh, also, to prove our point, co-writer of Zoolander and Tropic Thunder. So, comedy actor Justin Thoreau. <laughs> I love that's how like we end. If you like Tropic Thunder, you're gonna love the leftovers. <laughs> yes. I really enjoyed. That's how we end talking. I don't to know. Dragon I, to hell. Yeah. <laughs> when did we invite Netflix algorithms? <laughs> Um, I wish I like. I wish I were in charge of recommending. Me too. Stuff on <laughs> I wish I could just. It'd be I, great. I wish I could just program a rep. <laughs> I wish I could program a rep cinema because I would do so many things like that. Oh yeah, the first movie is Drag Me to Hell, and the other one is uh, Zoolander Two. <laughs> I mean, it'd be like it'd just be like our review system at the end of our normal episodes. If yeah. you like this, you'd like this. Would I? <laughs> if, well, I did, and I'm awesome. <laughs> if at the end you're not being like, why were those two together? Then I didn't do my job. <laughs> I mean, I guess I was entertained twice, but in totally different ways. Good enough. Um, so that and leaves. That's why your third movie's Gladiator. <laughs> yes. Followed uh, by Ernest Scared Stupid. This is a four movie set. I'm ending this now because we, we got to get out of this. Uh, I'm sorry. So my movie, uh, given to me by Nick, I assume, unless somebody picked twice. Uh, no, it was me. Yeah. Okay. Uh, <laughs> Uh, is the 1950s Invasion of the Body Snatchers. And uh, for a long time uh, in the 90s, after uh, The Faculty came out, I was obsessed with all things Body Snatchers. Uh, and no offense to Nick, he picked my least favorite one. Really? Out of all of them to watch, it's this one. And I'll get to why. Okay. Um, but for uh, in case somehow you've missed <laughs> pop culture and you don't know what Invasion of the Body Snatchers is, I'll do a very quick summary. Basically, a small town, anywhere USA, uh, people have started going, my uncle isn't my uncle. Like He looks like my uncle, he remembers everything like my uncle, but clearly not my uncle. And uh, slowly but surely, they... Uh, start noticing this around town with everybody but then as soon as they really want to go talk to a psychiatrist or a cop or a doctor they go never mind i'm fine no no no. i was out of my mind no he's definitely my uncle we're cool dead silence Ooh, they've been overtaken too and then as the movie goes on they've slowly but surely find out that just the doctor and the woman or whoever the man and the woman is in whatever iteration of invasion of the body snatches you're watching it's always a man and a woman uh, are the only two left not indoctrinated by these alien species which in this one are big-ass plant spores, which in every remake, the plant spores seem to get smaller and smaller and smaller, <laughs> which I, that's my favorite thing about this one. I like they're still just like obnoxiously large footballs. Like They're just yeah. like, you can't <laughs> fucking hide these pods. things. Pods. They're yeah. pod people. Sure, but like later on, they was like, let's make the pods a little smaller because otherwise it doesn't make sense that people aren't like, oh, I'm going to go to bed. What's that big fucking plant in my room? Yeah. I, I'm going to toss that and then I'll go to bed. Uh, even like at one point they hide them in the trunk of their car and it takes up the entire trunk. Like there's only two of them. That trunk is stuffed with these pods, but yeah. whatever. Um, but sl- yeah, after a while they, they find out the only two left and they do something in this movie. They don't do the other ones, which I really do enjoy in this one again, uh, where it's, uh, they're trying to hide from all the pod people and they're waiting for their friend to show up to try to get them out of town. And somebody knocks on the door. like, Oh, thank God. He's finally here. The whole town's been overtaken. And he's like, yeah, everyone but you two. 
So we're gonna do that now. And it's like it's really kind of great. Like this could be really scary and suspenseful, but like no, we're just we're done with the bullshit show of this thing. Will you guys just get in your pods so we can move on? And it's kind of this cool matter of fact conversation. Um, but in the end of the day, uh, apparently there's two versions of this, which I did not know. I don't know how I missed that in all of my obsession with Invasion of the Body Snatchers. You haven't seen the most recent one? No, no, uh, the of the 1950s. Oh, wait, wait, wait. Sorry, what do you mean two versions? Apparently there was two endings is what Chewie was telling oh, me. And then yeah. I never saw the bleak ending. I've always seen the ending where it's like he shows up at out of town and he's telling everybody about this whole thing because the whole movie's told in a flashback of him recanting what happened to him. Um Recounting? I'm not talking well today. Okay. I'm giving up on it. Uh, <laughs> you just have to understand what I'm saying. Um, now I forgot what word I was going to say. Fuck. He was recounting the events. Thank you. Recounting the events of uh, what happened to him. And then at the end of it, uh, basically everyone's like, you're a fucking liar. And then someone shows up, hey, we just pulled over a truck with a whole bunch of football-sized plants. Oh, he's not a liar. Call the FBI. We're going to save the day. And that's how it ends. And apparently there's a much bleaker ending where it's like, oh, no, we're all just going to die. Which is how every other remake except for the faculty has gone yeah um and that's the ending i like and i think that's why i never liked this one as much that that was my major sticking point to it, is i never saw the bleak end i've really? only ever seen the bleak ending's famous i've only ever seen whenever i watch the 1950s i've only seen don't take it out on the mic Brian. <laughs> this is the only version i've ever seen like so that's like interesting that's, that's why i've never really enjoyed it very much do you even that... even on this rewatch i just rented that... the version off amazon and oh. it's that same ending weird yeah, I always I've only seen the bleak ending. I didn't know that there were two versions. Neither did I. Like this is I still haven't even done any research into it in case I'm wrong for some reason. But like, the ending of the movie is like call the FBI and he's like crying with relief, like oh I did it. It's like so the do you know what the bleak ending is by any chance? No. Okay. So the reason why I chose this unless movie, it's, it's like, unless it's like the '70s one with the Donald Sutherland, then I know the bleak ending. What's right? the bleak ending for this side of the? They win. Oh, uh, no, the ending for the the 50s one is so the reason why I chose this is because it's like uh, this movie was made in like the middle of McCarthyism. Um, right. So the uh, rules that Hollywood had to abide by and they were like rounding up all these people that were perceived as communists in Los Angeles, blah, blah, blah. And it was written by somebody who had a bunch of friends who were basically sent ostracized from Hollywood. And so the ending of the movie is the main characters running down the highway and trying to stop all these cars and say, and he's saying, they're here, they're here, they're here. So the reason why he wrote that is because he wanted it to be ambiguous, but it could be perceived as um, anti-McCarthyism, which is they're here, the McCarthyists who are taking over Hollywood and pretending to be people who are not actually anybody. You know, like they're they're embodying people who are like, well, now I'm anti-communist because that's what's going to keep my career going. So I'm going to turn you in or I'm going to turn you into uh, uh, basically a McCarthy supporter. Or it can be perceived as pro-communist or sorry, um, pro-McCarthyism, uh, which is the communists are here and they're the ones who are invading the bodies and they're the ones who are trying to convert people to communism. So it can be perceived as both. Given well, That scene's still in the movie that I watched. It just oh. continues after that. Oh, interesting. Yeah. So that's where the ending is. Okay. And it yeah. doesn't continue after that, okay, from yeah. what I understand. Okay, yeah, because the version I saw, that scene's there, and then it just picks up, and then like, oh, uh, call the FBI, we're all going to be fine. When oh, he's wow. in the police station recounting at the beginning, that yeah. was also tacked on. Oh, I okay. was just 
Not that oh, okay. I just looked that, that makes up. Sense. Oh, okay. Yeah, that makes yes, sense. You saw some. You saw some bookend magic. Ah, that makes more sense because like, that's all I've ever seen, which is again why I don't like it. Um, that's fair because that ending doesn't work. Like no. that, it doesn't fit the tone of the movie. So maybe if I were to see that one, I'd like it more. Um, but there are things that I enjoy. But I, I definitely think that it was. Because I knew all of that going into it, like I right. knew all the the communism thing, but I've never taken it as it could potentially be like pro communist. Because there's a few lines throughout the movie that are very anti communism. Like uh, there, there's a part where they're talking about what is it like to be a pod person, and they're talking like, oh yeah, we don't have to worry about sex or love or emotion or anything. It's great. And he's like, so everyone's the same. That's no way to live. Look into the camera. <laughs> like it's yeah. just like okay, we get it. Uh, but I mean, that's kind of how the the message movies were of the day. Like, you didn't have to be as subtle then. Like, no. it, like you can go as on the nose as you want. You do that now, and it like movie's too preachy. I don't want to watch it. But couldn't you also then say, like, instead of anti-communist, they could be anti-McCarthyism because it's the push of like hardcore Christianity. As, oh like, yeah, the I guess mainstream? it could. Be. I guess it could be. Yeah, sure. Yeah. There's that argument there. But I think that's that's the the best thing about this movie is that the conversations you have after the movie, not the movie itself. I agree. Um, which is why, like, I've always, whenever I want to watch it now, like, uh, I always go for the Daniel Craig version. I'm kidding. Uh, <laughs> oh no, <laughs> yeah. the movie sucks. It's, it's my favorite. <laughs> oh, I can't help. That's it. a Thoreau level joke, man. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Good Daniel Craig. Daniel Craig, oh. Nicole Kidman, man. That's just that's what I want. Oh no. <laughs> uh, no, I always go to the Donald Sutherland one, just because. Yeah. That one has the the iconic body snatcher scene of they're walking away and he does the point and scream which they've mocked in like fucking every movie from yeah. there on out and like i was kind of i hadn't seen this one in so long i was like is it in here like does it happen at some point and like the scene is still there they just don't have the point and scream like they just have the them walk by and the guy go oh they're one of us wait, wait why'd she freak out about a dog dying who cares about oh she's not one of us and it's like okay it still works and you still have like the suspense of try to fake it while in the mob and like i still like that like it's definitely still a good movie and especially for its time it's a great movie yeah um compared to other movies from the same era it's like uh, like the filmmaking is great the cinematography is great the acting is great like it's that perfect level of like melodrama that i just love um but just because it is a movie that is so heavily remade like it's like robin hood level remake like, exactly. like every other year we're going to get another something like this um, that it's it's tough to go to the first one and go not my favorite I like the one that came after it but it, they're those and then the one from like the 90s like that one was terrible but really good in its own terrible way it's like from 92 or 94 or something like that but interesting the first two were just such good movies but I just it's tough for me to compare anything to the Sutherland one because that one's just one of my favorite movies of all time um I am glad I rewatched it because even when I when I got it, I'm like, "Fuck, I don't want to rewatch that boring slog again." Like, I just didn't enjoy it. And then on this rewatch, I liked it way more than the than how I remembered it. So at least there's that. So I won't only go back to the Sutherland now when I want to rewatch them, but I, I still I have to find the other ending because this one it just does not. Well, work. you just cut off the beginning and the the end. Yeah, I just yeah. I fast forward a little bit and then I stop right at the ending and then yeah. it works. Exactly. <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> uh, that's it though. That's that's everything. We've talked about them all, right? Yeah. We mm -hmm. did it. Uh, that brings an end to our Halloween month, which is always sad. Oh. But that means that we get to talk about all the movies that I was going to talk about in October, uh, starting next week with, uh, oh, a movie. Mm-hmm. How movies... Like, if I was disappointed by the 1950s Invasion of the Body Snatchers, 
Imagine how I'll be next week when we talk about Jurassic World Fallen Kingdom. Mm. Someone should have dragged that movie to hell. Like you didn't expect that to be bad? I didn't expect it to be what it was. Uh, we'll get into it. Yeah. I, I had expectations that it did not meet. I had no and expectations they, and that it somehow even dropped below oh, that. Yeah. like My expectations were low, but there were certain things that I wanted. It didn't this do anything. This is really good at building expectations for yeah, next week's that's episode. That's what I'm going for. Um, before we get out of this thing, I think he, uh, we should do a round of plugs. Plugity plug plug plugs. Uh, I will go first, of course. Listen to Venture Bros, Venture Brothers podcast, uh, every Monday with Nick. Nick's on that as well. Um, what? what? This past Monday, we had uh, Fallen Arches, which is a very good episode. And then in three days, we have, what's the name of the next one? Do you remember? Hold on a second. No. Nope. Can't remember for the life of me. Hold on. Hold oh, on. oh, oh. So uh, you guys are fans of Venture Bros, right? Uh, it's the names of the episodes are always guess who's weird. coming to state dinner. Guess, yeah, yeah. I knew state dinner. I just couldn't remember the whole title, uh, which is not a great, uh, great episode of our show. Not a great episode of Venture Brothers. Yes. But oh, we good. Did, we're getting to one of those. Yeah, we, we did a very good job. But deep is the diving. show just you guys going? This show's great. That's yeah. a lot of it. No, it the, is a great show though. So the SEO has been very sense. easy for yeah. Venture Bros because <laughs> yeah. every episode's been the best. Yeah. Uh, well, and then we get to state dinner. Cool. I'm Even excited. like. Even Jackson Public's like, this episode blows. Uh, <laughs> I'm excited to type out the <laughs> SEO on that. Uh, but that's it. So every Monday, be sure to check out Venture Bros, Venture Bros Podcast. Uh, Sam, you have something you like to plug? I do. Um, every Tuesday, I have the Samwise Podcast. It's an advice podcast where I answer every question using the Lord of the Rings films, and including their special features. Delightful. Well, thank and you. very informative. Sam is uh, Sam and her books are wise. Not a book. I only use the movies. Oh, right, right. Yeah. I, Sam and her movies are I don't, touch the, I don't touch that fucker, Tom Bombadil. Fuck him. <laughs> <laughs> I like Tom Bombadil. Mm-hmm. That's fine. He has fun songs. <laughs> he does. <laughs> um, no, but if you have a question. Do you have any advice about that? <laughs> yeah, there's a reason they cut him. Oh. <laughs> I want to call in with a question now. I have a good one. <laughs> if you book. do want to call in with a question, it's 608-561-2755 or sam.wise.ath at gmail.com. Also, every Wednesday and Friday at athpod.com, you can find ep- uh, articles written by some of these fine folks around the table as well as special guests. So you can catch Samwise. You can subscribe to it wherever you listen to podcasts. It's now in its own feed. And then what else was there that uh, you were just talking about that made me think we had to plug something else? Oh, also, Grinch is coming out November 9th, so you should see it and look for all the awesome billboards because I helped with those. That that was not what I was well, thinking. Well, I don't care. We got that one I'm into- really proud oh, of them. Uh, I wanted to uh, <laughs> I wanted to plug the two guest writers that we had uh, recently. Oh, yeah. We had uh, uh, Amanda Amanda Lawson who um, wrote about Wasteland and Matt Dykes who wrote about Die Hard. And it's 30th anniversary, which were both very good. Very good, fun articles about things. Well, I know a lot about Die Hard, but I know nothing about Wasteland. And, and we I, learned a lot. I learned a shitload about Die Hard that I didn't know. So, what? Including a very good quote that I won't ruin, but it fucking killed me. When they're talking about how they used to use Die Hard to sell other movies, it's so good. Uh, anybody else anything to plug? Uh, you mm-hmm. can Now that Halloween's over, I'm available for commissions on costumes or outfits or whatever. Uh, unfortunately, her universe is they put out a coat. It's not accurate. But it, it's much cheaper than the one that I make, even though mine is more screen accurate. Uh, so I've been, you know, my sales have been kind of dropping because of that, which is natural. Um, uh, so I'm sort of branching out. If anybody wants me to make you a Disney bound or uh, I'm thinking about making like a 13th Doctor, some 13th Doctor gear. 
Um, so some stuff that is handmade by me. If you want a particular kind of thing, let me know. Uh, you can also check out my Etsy shop. I've got some stuff that should be popping up pretty soon. Uh, uh, Emily Blake Sews is my Etsy shop. So go there and you can buy cool stuff that no one else will have. Awesome. Do you want anything to plug? Nope, not yet. Nick? Not really. You're not plugging uh, Assassin's, Assassin's Creed, Creed. Uh I worked on Assassin's Creed Odyssey, so go buy that. <laughs> That's it. You should really work for their marketing. Yeah. <laughs> Honestly, you can I buy this a, game or I whatever, I guess. <laughs> All right, that's it for uh, this episode. Thank you, everyone, for listening, and bye!